What it is, what's up? Been in a while since I had your podcast in the cut. Uh, the Tell Us is a societal podcast with another music-related topic. And this one I want to do last week. Um, I think it's almost been two weeks now, I believe. <laughs> almost two weeks now, I believe. But either way, um, I think it's been about a week. Um, Travis Scott's Rodeo, one of the quintessential quote-unquote trap albums that came out in a very trap-heavy year. Uh, probably the first year that trap really took over the mainstream as it has uh, for the most part for the past since 2015. Um, one of the quintessential sounds, sub-sounds of trap uh, is the haunting rage-slash-rager vibe that everyone's been going for or at least went for it for a while after this album. And to that extent, I guess you can say that Rodale is very influential, um, even though there's a lot of individuals that worked on this project in some capacity. Uh, the sound, I still think, I think there's a core sound that, that does work throughout, even though you can say that it's multitudes of other people's sound crafted together. We still give Kanye credit for just that sound, that same thing. Uh, being a curator. So with no further ado, I'm going to go track by track and give my shitty uh, review of somebody who hasn't heard Rodeo since last week. Pornography. Very good opener. Uh, T.I. Shout out to ASAP Rocky for doing... (laughs) So ASAP Rocky got... um... Did he also get Ti? He, I think he also went to get Ti, didn't he, for his uh, opener? Let me let me let me double check on that. But as I remember, uh, he also got ASAP Rocky uh, Ti to do the same thing for his project. Uh, I actually I remember because of uh, Distorted Records. I remember that did anybody ask uh, Ti? Well, that was ASAP forever. But does anybody ask Rocky what does Ti? Uh, what does ASAP mean? Fuck me. Um, so yeah, he he later did the same thing, and this was Ti was Travis's version of uh what Common did on uh, Man in the Moon. So you know, I guess Ti is the modern version of Common. Uh, I don't know who wants to hear that, but that's just an opinion, I suppose. Uh, either way, a uh, really good opener, uh, haunting. Uh, let me let me fucking let me, let me sit here and think for a second. This is the one where he kind of like just sing-songy on. I'm looking at the lyrics right now, but he's very sing-songy. Um, not very... It, the, it was one where... Uh, Hype Beast said is very similar to Days for Rodeo, which is... If you think about... What I would compare this to is... The first half of... Hell of a Night. Where him just kind of talking with kind of souped up uh very laid back slurred uh sonics on his voice it really worked here and get high with me and come down with me yeah that's all i need so like kind of like the, the way he's doing his voice works and the lyrics are you know very relatable i mean you remind me of my ex, crazy love is our love around the drugs. We both in this club, we both trying to fuck. I'm a rubber dub trying to get a nut. 
I mean, shit, that was the American dream back in 2015. And uh, as Genius said, definitely some references to Days Before Rodeo tracks. Uh, Quintana, Part 2, Mama Cita. You can definitely tell the part of, like, some parts of these, some songs um, from this album are referencing, or, like, from different eras, like, written different eras, maybe even recorded in different eras. Pornography definitely sounds like a, a late Owl Pharaoh, early Days for Odeo track. Uh, I'd give, like, a sort of opener's gone, I mean, three out of five, maybe 3.5 out of five. Oh my, this side. Uh, oh my. I don't know. So, yeah, uh, I think this is a two parter, right? Oh my, then this side. Uh, this side is the, the, no, oh my, is the Quavo part. Tell you a little story about this side, this side. You're going to make it on this side. So, yeah, uh, I like Quavo's verse. This is probably one of the first times I actually was made aware to Quavo. Uh, and his single uh, his solo potential. Um, I listened to YRN, I think, by this point, and I think No Label 2 uh, had came out. But I don't believe, no, uh, Culture didn't come out yet. So this would have been one of his first real appearances as a solo artist. And he did great. I mean, I, I say solo, I mean, he's featuring on another person's, you know, but solo in, in effect. Uh, great verse. And then, uh, oh my, it's kind of like really just, you know, not, not really much. Uh, not not much from oh my. Really more of an intro, I suppose. Uh, so then you go from that. I, I guess you give, you know, I, I think it was a good intro. Uh, and I think this side delivered, obviously, I mean, banger. You start getting into the banger portion. This is a good transition to 3500 in terms of the switch tonality from these drug riddle uh drugs you should try uh skyfall as pornography and oh my kind of like the sonics and the vibe being everything to to real solidified bankers i mean this is a good transition so probably like uh what four out of five maybe okay so, so 3500 i mean I, you know, this is one of those things where you really can't even, like, at a certain point even describe. I mean, it's hard to really go back to where you were at when you first heard 3500 for the coat the first time. But, I mean, this is one of those tracks that back in, in high school, my, my junior year, 2015, when this came out. Uh, 3500, uh, Antidote, obviously, Nightcrawler. I believe Marie, I'm Drunk, back when that was um, on the tape. It's now on the tape, but when you know, whatever. Um, I mean, this whole album is getting played, but in our showers, and I went to a dormitory at high school. Uh, in our showers, you could hear legitimately that the month of September, you could hear 3500, you could hear Antidote, and you could hear, you know, maybe Curveball Impossible, Marie, I'm Drunk. I would probably be providing the curveball there, but you could hear all three of those trunks, uh, tracks in any given moment. It, I mean, those three are. You know, in, in, infinite replayability. Antidote as well, but you know, infinite. Antidote was out for a minute by this point. By the time this album came out, uh, I think it was a promo single, and it apparently per hype beast. It you know thoughts on whether it should even be on the project. You know, um, but thirty five hundred. 
impeccable Travis, uh, one of the best Travis Hook to this day still. Uh, future fantastic verse, uh, future one 2015, obviously. Um, and this is a good reason why Duke could just flow anything, anything you could throw it at him. He could hit on anybody else's track. Uh, two chains also, you know, some great features. Uh, it's more so 2016, I believe, 2015, but you know. Two chains is always gonna give you pretty solid flows. Uh, I think the one thing that always gets me is that I just think that the back half, or specifically the two chains, are a part of it. Just kind of feels like you could tell that it was added on. It's like the I don't say the last second, but definitely like closer to release than than I guess futures. Because I mean, future and Travis hit on the same vibe so well. And I hate using the word vibe, but it just, uh, Travis's music, it obviously just messed, it, it works. It it's, it's pretty much what he goes for in most of his music. Even back then, even more so, well, I won't say more so, but sometimes with Travis, you know, he's one of those guys that the vibe matters more than the content of the music. And while this isn't the case in this song, the vibe definitely makes these two guys, makes their coexistion even better than the average like collaboration between two top tier guys in the same lane. And then two chains comes along. I feel like he's just on a different energy. Like maybe he turns it up, but once you look at the next track, um, I don't know if a turn up is what you needed. Like I think this is your I don't know how it's gonna sound saying this, but I think this is your pinnacle in terms of energy. Uh thirty five hundred for the coat. Like that hook you know, kind of the, the how fucking loud this production is on this. That's pretty much your your pinnacle, I feel like, of energy. And then, but it's 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 measured energy between Future and Travis. And you get two chains, it's kind of just like this rambunctious, just throwing punches. And, and I, I just, I don't think it's very measured. But that's really more of a nitpick. I mean, I'm going to listen to two chains' verse more often than not. Uh, I, I mean, I wouldn't skip it unless I really just had some shit to do. Um, 10 minutes and 42 seconds looking back. I don't know. Instrumental outro maybe wasn't necessary, but it's clearly like based on adding the two chains feature, running the hook back, what, three times? One, two, three, four, having the bridge twice, then running it back one more time for the fifth refrain of the chorus. This is always supposed to be like his in a sense, run away for this project. You're supposed to really, you're supposed to leave thinking this shit was, was a song that if nothing else worked, you were going to remember this track. Uh, I love the Juicy J sample. Uh, not Juicy J, Juicy J sample, the Pimp C sample. Uh, you know, this is a track I really didn't fuck with for years after this album dropped. Like that, I mean, it's sandwiched between 3500 and 90210, which are, some of the most different heaters you're going to hear in all 2015 and probably in all of that decade. So it's hard to really want to listen to Wasted, but I mean, it works. It's the last, I believe it's the last TI track as well. So this is like a clear like separation and even Hype Beast alluded to it in their review for 2015. This is a clear separation between the first part, which is drug laden, drug riddled, Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera, to the next part where 
we kind of get to a different lane. Uh, not really subject-wise, but at least sonically uh, and instrumentally. But, it, you know, it's cool. I mean, if you think of it like it's an outro to the part one, okay. I mean, is it is it bad? Not really. It's well-produced. Uh, Juicy J's verse was, was solid. Uh, I'm, look, I'm reading this right now on Genius. So Swedish rapper Young Lin is originally featured on Wasted. Work began on a song in December 2014, which would have been about DBR, well, kind of post-DBR, I believe. Ken uh, Cruz seemingly also meant to appear on the track at some point. I've seen a picture of an early track list. You know, that's really tough because if, if you think about how transitionally solid this project is from song to song, uh, and then you you hit, it's like a roller coaster. You hit this high with thirty five hundred, and then wasted kind of works in that it's supposed to be kind of like a, uh, I guess like you're already up in the sky, and you're kind of just going for a while, you're just going sideways. I guess the stocks do, you just go sideways. Um, this works better as sideways than dip. Uh, with those two, any of those two, either of those two, than it does with Juicy J. Juicy J gives a good verse, but that, if you think from fucking King Cruel on um, Biscuit Town or Young Lean, um, I don't know what Young Lean was doing in 2014. Like, I, I know, you know, 2002 fucking um, whatever that, that album was called, you know, Kyoto City, or Kyoto, um, fuck, what's the other one called? Yoshi City, uh, like that that young lean gives you an interesting curveball here. But the, I don't know if I would have preferred him over King Cruel now that I think about it. But he would have fit the spacious production better than than it, either of the two would have been better option from hitting the the go back down, the come down to hit the first part of 90210 than Juicy J would have. So now knowing this information kind of fucked with me. And it, I this is a trail because I don't think that for what I understand, Juicy J, that like the sample came with Juicy J, so you don't get the sample as you come with Juicy J. I, I guess knowing that kind of makes it hard, but I don't know. I mean, I would rather have the I don't know. It's really supposed to it really seems like it's supposed to be like a a, a lean sipping type of track. And I think that Travis wanted that. And if you look at the 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 uh, lyrics, he definitely was going for that was shit like H-Town, don't play with us, then with it, boy, stay with it. Uh, you know, I mean, it's it kind of what he was going with in this. I don't know. I guess that's just what he wanted with it, so I can't be mad at that. You know, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be fucking with it if I, like, sat here and it was like, okay, I wanted to go in a different direction entirely. Like that wouldn't be that wouldn't be right of me. You know, that would be compromising artist's vision. It works. Yeah, it works as it is. I would like to see the other version. Like if if, if there was one track from Travis I wish it got leaked, like a, a demo or whatever, it probably would have been this. Uh, just with that information. So now we go. That probably was like a three, 
three out three out of five. I still not not a big fan of that track. So then, now we go to, in my opinion, the most artistically sound Travis song I think I've still heard to this day. I don't know what else can be compared in that lane to this. Now maybe some things before Rodeo that can be compared to, but post Rodeo, I don't think it's a single thing that that executes that swings the shit out the park the same way that this does. Yeah, I gotta start off, you know, I gotta start off right now. Shout out to Casey Hill. You know, I feel bad. Casey Hill never got what she deserved from this track, from how much she added to this track. Never got what she deserved at all. I mean this in my opinion, this song, this song does not work, especially the first half. Like the first half is no value if you don't have Casey Hill and her vocals off of this. I'm just gonna give it to you right now. People in the comment section of Genius, like, um, you know, talking about how it's 808s. The thing that makes 808s work to a certain point is um, the the vocoder chick. I forgot her name, but uh, she's she's like, you're gonna hear her. She was on uh, TLOP. Um, was it Freestyle? No. Fuck. Was she on? God. Uh, hold up. Hold up. Hold up. I, I look, 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 look. Um. This is very unprofessional of me. I'm sorry, but I got it. I can't get her name wrong. It's like it's like Sh- uh, Sh- Charlotte. Sh- it starts with a C, definitely. Oh, yeah, thank you. Kanye didn't fucking credit the bitch on that. Goodness gracious. Thank you, Kanye, for not crediting someone who performed, performed and gave vocals off. What track was it? I can't remember what track it is. We're going to let this keep on going. Was it Heartless? No, it was Say You Will. But what? God, he didn't give her vocals on uh, credit on that. Caroline Shaw. Jesus Christ, Caroline Shaw. Um, God, he didn't give her any vocals on there. What an asshole! Was she not on that song? She was on a remix. Okay, whatever. The part two, she was on part two. She did the outro, the part two, blah blah blah. She made the song. She was on Wolves too. She was on FML. She made the vocals on the tracks that she was, even though she's not even credited on there for Kanye West. But the vocals. And you got apparently, uh, so Chantel Jeffries was the one that did the Dean was popping. Yo, Travis, honestly, God bless. I hope it's wet like my jumper, though. That was her, apparently. I didn't know that. I thought that was Casey. I thought she just like changed her voice up a little bit. I actually never heard Casey Hill speak, but I thought it was Casey. I've listened to her, I just never heard her speak. I don't know why I thought that. After anyway, um, so she does the mm, oh, oh, it's just a hook, baby. Do 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 do. Uh, babies, how does how does she say, babies hook don't feel me? I don't know, dude. I can't, I can't do it like that. Her vocals are incredible in that song. Fuck it, I don't care. Incredible, you know, it 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 really is incredible. Um, the first half, I think, may be underappreciated based on what I'm seeing in these comments section. 
Uh, and this is in uh, from part one to part two, not only a I guess a, a speed up and in, in tempo, but honestly a speed up in in Travis's life. We're speeding past druggy, um, riding slow, um music that he was making in Owl Pharaoh and, and DBR. He's literally trying to take that and go faster and progress from that. Um and it, I mean it works. Like he produces a very meaningful verse. Uh one of his more meaningful verses uh you know in, in this in this, you know, talking about coming up, uh mama accepted him, you know, looking for grandma's acceptance. Uh, you know, really just, I mean, just, just, just like hit out the home run, you know, music videos are also amazing. Uh, I remember when that came out, just a uh, five out of five, obviously. I mean, it, it, it's the pinnacle of the only, I could, the only thing you argue to me that's comparable is track 11, which we're not even close to right now. So we're going to start hurrying up. Cause I mean, I think. It was 21 minutes. Okay, so we got to hurry up. <laughs> 21 minutes, no Lil Uzi. Um, praying for love sucks. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. So apparently this became, uh, or in a sense, this, this influenced Tell Your Friends, which listen to Tell Your Friends in my head, and then looking at some of the lyrics, yeah, I can see that. I don't, I, you know, I'm not a big fan. I, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest. With you. I'm not a big fan of Weekend featuring hip hop tracks like the uh, the joint he had with Future like a year after this, like 2016. That was really hot off of Future's um, Evil tape. I don't know the, the name of it, but if you like listen to hip hop in 2016, you would have knew what it was. Uh, that joint I was not a big fan of. A lot of a lot of hip hop songs, especially around this time period, that featured Weekend were very safe and very very radio oriented. You know, just very basic. I'm not I'm not a huge fan. Even the ones where it's Weekend, but it's featuring a rapper like um, Sidewalks. That was a good ass song, but like it's not something I come back to. I, I'm just not a big fan of. Of weekend and featuring on um he usually he usually goes more safe when he's on a, i guess it's to make a better balance i don't know but uh I, I feel like probably his best work in terms of featuring with a rapper or being on a rap being on a track with a rapper probably was the joint off of kiss land with drake that's the, i feel like it's closest to him leading the track and then just having someone hop on his vibe versus the opposite. But anyway, uh, probably two and a half out of five. It's my least favorite track. Uh, one of my least favorite tracks on this project. Uh, it, it's close to me. I would say that Wasted is just a better produce or better or better overall like song. Like it just adds more to music than this song does. The song just does not need it. So All right. So you go from there to Night Cop. You go from there to Nightcrawler. Okay, I forgot about this. I was saying what I was saying earlier. This could honestly be like compared to 90210. It, it, I really like this joint because of just how good Chief Keith is on this. And then Sway Lee's hook, hook contribution. I wouldn't really say hook 
but his contributions uh, were just, I, don't, I guess they could, they call him verses. I just kind of like thought of him like his background, like, you know, like, like you got the star player hooping and someone just keeps on passing the rock, but it's smart passes. That's what it felt like with, with Sway Lee on this joint. Uh, Travis even played the back a little bit too. You know, he does a chorus. Great chorus, by the way. Yeah, order more bottles, order more models, order more hours, shot on an island. Young Free Wild, order more kids. His chorus was, was fucking fantastic on this. And then the way the chorus goes to when the night crows, all the money, all the hoes, and the alcohol. Oh, it's when the night calls. Hey, watch in the bank. Hey, yo, Chief Keep knocked this up five out of five. Uh, and then the post course and the out, yo. I, look, look, okay, so <laughs> it's close. I, I think it's one A nine oh two one oh, then two, then one B. At one one B, I think you got Nightcrawler right there. I remember it used to be called Nightcrawler or Nightcall, something like that. But it's close. Like it's 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 clo- it's closer than. Then like nine two one oh thirty five hundred nine two one oh to Maria I'm drunk. It's it's way closer. Alright, so apparently Piss on Your Grave was supposed to be a life of Pablo joint and it was supposed to be Paul McCartney and Kanye. That would have been really interesting. Um and this is kind of like, kind of like a send off to the old guard, like telling them to eat a dick. We came up. The people said we couldn't do it. You know, we came up. So y'all lost. We won. Something like that. That would have been really interesting with, with, with Paul. Um, I think about to- topic like, I'm Kanye's worse. Like, Travis outdid Kanye rapping wise. Oh. Uh, but the energy he brought was really right. It was very, very, very spastic. Uh, genius career to ease and stuff. Okay. Um, we were going back together, back and forth, adding more samples. The sample in Pearson Gray that helped, that he gave me the idea for the, for the drums that he helped me mix them. That was in the same week we did All Day in Waves. Ah. Uh. Yeah, I mean, I can see all day in this song definitely. Uh, what a, what a time to be alive! What a time to be listening to music 2014 2015. Holy shit! If you weren't like listening during the, the, the rollout process of uh, So Help Me God and uh, eventually uh, wait, uh, TLOP, what a, what a time to listen to music! Holy shit, dude. the way artistic endeavors were pushed in that process. I mean, I thought it was. The finished project just didn't lead up to the what we wanted out of that. You're supposed to be his magnum opus, I felt like, and it just didn't happen, unfortunately. But this is definitely I can see some use in this FML. That wasn't a fair trade. Kanye lost that trade. I'm gonna tell you that right now. But I don't like. I don't. You're not the biggest fan of this song. It was okay, but I'm not the biggest fan of the song. Um. Three and a half out of out of six, out of out of five. Three and five out of five. Okay, so that was track eight.
there are 16 more tracks. We have two minutes left to actually finish recording this. Unfortunately, we, you know, we kind of wasted like 10 minutes just discussing like, what was it? Was it, um, I don't have the memory of a fucking worm. Was it, was it 3,500? Yeah, we spent like five minutes of 3,500. We spent like another five, like 90210. So we, we used most of our allocated time on those two. So we're going to stop this right here. Just go ahead and post it. And then I'll just do part two tomorrow. Hopefully we get done tomorrow. I may not have to get to them tomorrow. It may get done like next, next September. I'm not sure. But we're going to try to get it done tomorrow. So I hope you enjoy. Uh, please share. Please listen all the way through. If you listen to it right now, you listen all the way through. Um... You know, rate, tell me I talk too damn long, et cetera, et cetera. Peace. 3500 for the coat.